The following audio is via a Skype call. When was the last time you did something that would take you closer to a life that you'd love? Get answers to this and many other life-changing questions on Grow Your Soul Radio. Ignite your inner magic and learn the art of life mastery with Jane Matanga. Jane will unlock and help you reclaim the magic in your life. Take an inspiring journey with Jane as you receive guidance toward the path of your greatest dreams and desires as she helps you reach success as you make powerful changes that will get you back on track and keep you there. Discover insightful tools, world wisdoms, and exercises in this hit call-in show. Transform and awaken your inner light right now on Grow Your Soul Radio. Hey, everybody. It is so great to have all of you joining us here on Grow Your Soul Radio. Jane Matanga in the house. Ignite your inner magic. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to share the airwaves with her every month. And together, what we bring to you is a way for you to take a chance, a way for you to change your life. So today's show is choosing to live in fear or love. Yet, what do we need to do to move back to love? What do we do? So do we take a chance? Do we choose love? Do we focus on the good? And what about these chasing doubts, these things that follow us around? How do we kick them into you know what, as well as fear? Well, here's the idea Jane is bringing forward. What if there was no such thing as failure? What if failure was a judgment? What if there was really, really a new mindset that we can have, that we can know. Would we speak up more? Would we take more action? Would we be able to live more authentically? Well, it's time to take a chance. And by the way, this is a live calling show. So during this show, you want to get some intuitive help from Jane Matanga. That's what this show is about. 1-800-930-2819. Get in the pipeline, because this is all about taking a chance. I don't know. Is Benny going to play that ABBA song today? We'll find (laughs) out. Uh, Jane, welcome to the show. Welcome. I want to start out by talking with you about you for a minute. You know, I had a mentor that said, you can't take people to a place you haven't gone. And I, I know that's true of you. So when you're doing a show and you're coming out of the gate and say, take a chance, I would love for you to talk about how that's become sort of the motto for your life to get you to where you are today. Uh, Well, I can tell you right now that, um, you know, one of the most common questions that people ask me or some kind of variation on that is how do I take a chance and overcome fear? You know, and so, you know, most people will say, you know, I want to... um, I want to start my own business, but I'm afraid to quit my job because of the security that that brings. And so fear, you know, when you look at what it really is, it's a mindset, and it's been described as fantasized experiences appearing real. So that's Mm -hmm. the acronym for fear. And it's about what we think, what we imagine, and it's not based on any reality at all or anything that we've experienced. It comes from our mind, our ego, and our imagination. And, you know, it's, it's something that we all experience. And it's why we 
make and why we don't take a course of action towards our goals or our dreams because we fear failure or loss or rejection or, you know, it might be you were afraid of being embarrassed or being disappointed or upsetting others. And it's when we can understand where this is coming from, uh, and it's so important to understand where it's coming from so we can get our arms around it and control it and know how to handle it when we realize that it's reappearing. It's the single biggest obstacle that holds us back from achieving our goals and our dreams. Um, There was a book written, and it's called The Top Five Regrets of, and it's written by a hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. And it's called A Life Transformed by um, the Dearly Departing. And it's it, yeah. one of the five biggest things that they talk about is that they regret not doing is stepping into their fear and, and moving through that and realizing the life of their dreams. So that's why it's so important for us to talk about it today. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you one of the uh, a life-changing book that somehow I got my hands on, right? I'm trying to remember when that was that I got my hands on it, uh, uh, was Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And it's very Mm -hmm. similar to the book that you referenced, right? And, you know, uh, Susan Jeffers, when she came out with that book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, I mean, of course, what? It was read by like a gazillion people. And yet at the same time, she wasn't saying that fear doesn't exist. What she was saying is, oh, my gosh, please don't let it become an obsession in our lives. Don't let it stop us from doing things. And I think that, you know, uh, we're starting to see how fear is showing up and silencing us. And we're seeing it. Um, in a time and age that we live in, Jane, that we totally don't expect it, right? Totally don't expect it. And yet we know it's happening and we can't get out of it. How much of a crippling agent is it? And how do we get to that place? Like you said so beautifully, hey, it's time we take a chance. Yeah. Because it's contraction. When we're in fear, we're in contraction. So the choice is fear or love or expansion or contraction. And when we're in contraction, we're playing it safe. And it's our thoughts that are creating all these images that have no basis in reality. And when we get to really understanding that, we can kind of control it and and kind of be mindful of it and shift gears and start taking some steps towards what we want that dream to look like. Because if we don't start walking towards it, we're never going to realize it. And then, you know, life goes by and, you know, we just get caught up in not living the life of our dreams and mm-hmm. not producing results. You know, we're not producing the the image of life that we want to live. And, um, and that's really the most important thing is, you know, to to have the life of our dreams and to be in happiness and to be able to step through all this contraction and this fear when we realize it's, it's, it's in our thoughts, it's just the images that we're creating, and then we realize we're playing it safe. And why? Because we don't want to engage, typically, 
maybe it's, uh, you know, we're afraid of flying, you know, we're afraid of heights, and we're just, but if we really break that down and, and we look at, let's say we're not stepping into that, that job of our dreams, and we look at why, and we really kind of dissect that a little bit, and what, what is it going to cost if we don't go there? Well, you know, our life isn't going to be as happy. You know, we're not going to live the life of our dreams. And so is it ever really as fearful as we we imagine in our minds? It never is. You know, the, the, what we visualize, um, if we can shift that around and visualize like our best case scenario instead, we can consciously minimize fear and replace those thoughts with positive ones. But we have to be mindful of it so we know when we're going into fear you know, so the good news is that we, we have the power. We can change those mm-hmm. thoughts and not allow ourselves to become a victim. And that's what happens. We play it safe and we're not, you know, we start worrying about all the hows. And, you know, instead of being and doing and just mm-hmm. taking even little steps mm-hmm. towards our dreams. Yeah, I, I love this conversation. My gosh, we are going to get so fired up right here. Uh, today with you, because I am so, listen, you and I get to work together and plan these shows. However, we don't know when we plan them that we're going to be living in the day and doing them the day that we do them. Where, you know, first of all, let me say, having grown up in New York City and understand what violence is, I just want to say, I want to give those folks, those children in that school in Texas, I want to give you from from all of us here a badge of courage for coming out and speaking what's on your mind. I know what it's like to be in the middle of a crisis like that and what they are doing to, to really literally say, we've got to do something. And, and that is so important. We're seeing it, right? We're seeing take a chance and we're seeing all of this right in the middle of a tragedy, Jane, that these young people and parents are experiencing right now. The tragedy of that, the tragedy of what happens when, you know, lives are lost. But at the same time, parallel to that, we're seeing extraordinary courage show up. And I find that you and I talking about taking a chance and moving beyond fear and giving courage the platform of light that it deserves is so important in the face of what we're seeing in our headlines. Don't you think? I, I, it's so true what you're saying. Talk about fear, what they've experienced in so many schools and colleges and Stepping through that and becoming so courageous and and just doing great works of kindness and developing programs and and things that protect children and and just people everywhere and and um, just stepping through all of that to create a better and more beautiful world and that's what stepping through fear is yeah and it, yeah so and. So well said. Uh, that's a yeah. really good example of. And yeah, and when we come back from break, what you and I are going to talk about is 
Sometimes traumatic experiences bring us back to our original nature. They help us. Sometimes acts of betrayal bring us back to our original nature. But what if we didn't have to experience that? What if we could be reminded of it in a loving way? And if not, are you willing to take a chance on your original nature? Are you willing to stand tall as you discover it again? When we come back, Jane Matanga's in the house. You're going to be able to find out more about that, how to choose to live in fear or love. How do you make that choice? And then what does it mean to move back to love and your original nature? We'll be right back. If you change your mind take a chance, on the first day in line, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Tune in to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough. Separate from source, you're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression. All the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal 
integrate and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true authentic nature. Ah, yeah, Mr. Benny, way to go. I love it. Uh, Yeah, take a chance. That's by ABBA. And today, or ABBA, however you might say it, um, today, Jane Matanga is joining us here today. And we're talking about whether we choose to live in fear or love and how do we move back to love if we're sitting in that crusty place of fear. Um, And we were talking about what does it mean to take a chance? Um, and, but before we talk about how do we get from, you know, that place where fear has got us so weighed down that we not only have lose our voice, but we lose our ability to act before we talk about how to get back to our original nature, Jane, let's take a moment and let folks know how they can find out more about you, but more importantly, how they can work with you, how the work that you do helps people move. I really work um, with limiting beliefs and, um, and, and looking at on an individual basis at where those are coming from and originating from and um, giving them tools to really work through that and get out of that so that they can get re-empowered and reignited and, and uh, look at their life differently and approach it differently and in a more positive and happy way, you know, because what, what other choice is there, you know, uh, to get up and not feel good? I've read somewhere that it, the, the numbers are staggering, even in Europe. It's worse here in the United States, but here so many people are so not realizing the life of their dreams and not doing the work that they love, and they're just uh, existing. They're not really living their passion. And so that's what it's about. You know, it's about rediscovering your passion. And, and that's your original nature. It's joy, it's passion, it's expansion, it's growth. You know, our souls are eternal. So that is where we need to be. And we constantly need to remind ourselves because don't get me wrong, fear is totally natural. And, um, you know, I've, I've done that too. You know, I just have the tools to be able to be mindful of that and know how to get out of it. And it's a great, there's a lot of great tools and practices to do to have that positive life and, and be that person that you know you truly are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I love this because, you know, in the previous hour, we talked about what does it mean to really let go of this idea and, you know, of being good girls, so to speak, you know, yeah. coming back to a nature, an original nature, which is powerful. And I think that's the work that you do to help people do that. You meet them where they are. Right. But, you know, here what we're talking about is let's talk consider for a moment what that original nature is like. So let's talk about that for a minute from your perspective. How do you bring people back 
to recognize that original nature. I, you know, even as a small child, right? What do right. we remember about ourselves? Right. Well, 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 that's a very good example. And when we're children, we are, our nature is totally open. It's open to growth. We're willing, able. We don't have any attachments to any outcome or anything. We are open to everything and we try it all. So even when we were learning to walk, for example, we fell down, we crawled, we got up, but nothing stopped us from growing and expanding. And it, we didn't have fear or we didn't allow any fear of maybe not being able to get up or walk stop us from doing that. So that's our original nature. And it gets programmed out of us, you know, by, you know, things we watch on TV, you know, sometimes beliefs that other people who are in our close circles um, tell us and that we start to believe uh, because they're close friends, maybe, and we start to believe some of those limiting uh, beliefs. And so then our nature and our fears start to come into play. And we start to play it safe and we avoid taking risks and trying new things. And when we're children, you know, you look at a child, they do everything. They're not afraid of anything. You know, they're totally open and they, um, you know, they, they, they succeed because they are listening to their natural state, you know, which is open to everything and trying everything and, and being joyful in everything they do, no matter what, no matter what the outcome, it's only an outcome, and then you, you try something else, you know. So there is no such thing as failure in your original nature, and, that's, and, and children are very good examples of showing us. And that's, I think, why we find them so endearing and why we love them so is because they remind us of who we really are, you know, mm-hmm. and what we kind of got away from on some level is is what you know the magnificence of that you know the the power of that and the advantages of that and knowing in our heart that you know you can never fail at anything you know you yeah. right i mean it's just yeah. an, a judgment it's uh you know it's a judgment that adults put on things and there is no judgment you know it's a it's a result it's a it's a you know, it's just a, a, a result of something that mm-hmm. you did, and there is no failure. You just go on to the next thing and keep trying. I, you know, I, I when I was doing some research for the show, I read this article, and it was about Thomas Edison, and I loved it. And it 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 it, it, it relates to common time because it talks about the reporters in his day who said, you know. Uh, who really approached him and said, with a, with a negative, they said, you know, how does it feel to have failed 25,000 times in efforts to invent a battery? Because he was, you know, one of America's most prolific inventors. And uh, his reply was, quote, failed. I've, I haven't failed at anything. Uh, today I know 25,000 ways not to make a battery. So that, I thought that was beautiful because that is such a great yeah. way to approach you know, any anything that doesn't have the result that you had imagined originally. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's okay. You just, you go on to the next thing and you move on to the next experience in life. 
and uh, you enjoy it all along the way, and you're mindful of that, you know. So that's that's the theory that you have never failed at anything. Yeah, I mean, let's take that. Let's let's make let's take that one step further too, because you know we did reference feel the fear. You know what Jeffers has said, and that's a reason why this book sold millions, millions and millions, right? And still, it still sells, is because you are talking about the fact that uh, it's impossible to make a mistake or a wrong decision, and your work as well as as hers, right? says, let me show you how that's impossible, right? And isn't that sort of one of the first tenets of this is to realize, okay, you're not going to step in the mistake pothole. That's not going to happen. Exactly. You know, there, you know, it's, it's, it's the idea that you are refusing to use in any way, shape or form the term failure. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just a society. Uh, term and um, there is no failure. There's only yeah. growth through you know everything we experience in life. And yeah. if we don't, yeah, and you know, so if you don't experience or take a chance, you know, fear is nothing but a mental trick. You know, really, when you think about it, it's your ego, uh, and it's the trick that your ego uses to protect you from the negative outcome of of what you're imagining or what you think might occur. And that, and anytime you think about fear, and if, even if you look back 10 years ago and you think about or you make a list of some of the things you're afraid of or even a year ago, did any of that really turn out the way your, your worst fears might have predicted? Right, no. Yeah, it never does. And so, you know, when you realize that um, and you can think about, something that you're afraid of and you're mindful and you acknowledge that and and you know you you know you're saying it in your head and you say it out loud so that you you bring visibility to it you can really turn it around and make that negative thought into a positive thought so instead of you know I want to start my own business but I'm afraid to quit my job because of the security it brings you can say yeah I'm mindful of that I hear that but I'm going to work hard and do whatever it takes to make my new business succeed. You know, so you just have to flip it and just constantly work at, you know, a positive mindset and keep taking little steps. You know, it doesn't have to be a big step. It can be a little things that you could do today that maybe you wouldn't have ventured forth yesterday, you know, to do. And that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about connecting the dots between our original nature and taking action. When we come back, we're going to continue the the conversation about, you know, what, what if, what if you really did know that you could not fail? What would you do? What if you completely embraced that notion that you couldn't, no matter what you did, no matter how you did it, There was no failure at the end of it. What if that is true? And what is it about the people that you read about in our pop culture, that you read about as thought leaders? What is it in them that Jane is going to bring forward, just like Edison? What is it that is also available to you? 
Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the Knowledge Book. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their hearts, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Are you looking to grow spiritually, expand your consciousness, increase psychic abilities? Well, there's a free app for that. Pure Light offers audios that transmit high spiritual frequencies to help you awaken to your full potential. Hundreds of audios created by some of the world's top energy healers, and many are free. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Yeah, everybody, that's what I'm talking about. Jane Matanga's in the house. Jane, uh, let's give out your website. Let's give out your phone number. Let's make sure folks know how to work with you directly. And then we're going to talk about, okay, what is it that's on our minds that we are not taking action about? And how do we let worry take a backseat to our 
aspirations. And callers can reach me at info at enlightened-path.com or they can phone me at 203-631-4275 and the website is enlightenedpath.com. And I'm glad to help and get you out of your area where you're stuck and moving Mm -hmm. forward. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's take a look at this now. All right, if we're going to put uh, fear and failure and give them a back seat, right, what actions do, do people take when they just believe not only can they not fail, but failure doesn't exist? What are some of the things you've seen your clients do to change their lives in this way or yourself? Yeah, I think they, you know, you need to recognize your worry and start asking yourself questions. Um, you know, is there is there anything that's going to change as a result of my worrying or spending time worrying as opposed to stepping through that and taking some kind of action towards what I want my life to look like? And is worrying going to affect anything? If you make a list of, of things last year that you worried about, um, or yesterday even, um, you know, and looking back at that, did that affect anything or in a positive outcome in any way? Um, I think, you know, worry is, is in some ways, it allows us to not take action, you know, and it, it allows us to become a victim and to be paralyzed and, and not to, you know, go for it. Uh, and and that's what we're here for. We all have gifts to share and and things we can do to help others. And and you know, there's just so many beautiful things in this world. And it's stepping through that negative thinking because if we don't, you know, what happens then? You know, what our life is painful and unhappy, and then you have regrets. And um, you know, you you're not. You know, and and I think people have to think of markers, too. You know, like when you have a goal and you have a dream that you envision, this vision that you want, what does that look like? You know, you have to start feeling that. You know, like how, you know, like because you have to inspire yourself as well, you know, because we do have a tendency to go in fear. So it's, you know, uh, let's say I have a fear of public speaking, you know, and so what am I doing to step through that? I'm on this I'm on this talk show. That's for real people. I actually yeah. did that. So I'm I'm not immune from fear because you know we're all on this human plane. So what does it look like? I'm on a talk radio show with Dr. Pat, and mm-hmm. I can because I stepped through that. I can bring forward some tools and take a chance and move back into love and into expansion and growth and get these messages out that might help other people to move forward and do the same. And they Mm -hmm. can light up and share their gifts with others and um, serve others and, and, and just live that life of their dreams. So it's thinking about the markers. You know, how does your life look when you are doing and living your dreams? You know, you're on a talk radio show. You're on a, 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 the job of your dreams. Oh, you're boy, a, yeah. 
you're taking vacations and and because your job is successful and you're happy, but you're able to balance your life and you're in love with life and you you are doing all the things that make you happy and joyful and everybody in your life gets affected by that. You know, your friends, your family, it affects everything in your life when you're happy. And life sure is good when you're happy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know what this reminds me of? Can I just say, it's going to be bizarre, but you know me a little bit. Jane and I talk on a regular yeah. basis. So did you ever have like a childhood uh, like rhyme or story? I didn't have that kind of childhood, but I did have one story. And the story that I had, right, growing up, uh, and I guess it was, you know, I, I come from a different kind of childhood. But the story is that I grew up with was Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? Do you, do you know that mm. one? Yeah. Right. Uh, and and so why do we have a story like that? Right. Yeah. Why do we have a story about who's afraid of the big bad wolf? OK, because in the end, in the end, uh, there is a message. Right. And there is an outcome. And there is a version of it. And there is this idea of what does this mean, right, to be afraid of the big bad wolf in our own minds, right? Because that's right. what we create. Yeah. That's what we create. And uh, I sent a post to um, Senator Murray and Senator Cantwell because I'm in Washington State. <laughs> And I asked him that question. And the reason that it's so prominent for me right now is if we don't find our nature, if, Jane, we don't do what you're asking us to do and get help to do, we compromise away the very nature that our soul is made of. You know, we compromise it away. And my life has been about a series of those compromises. I'm not exempt from this. I'm not exempt from this. I'm not talking from some textbook version of, you know, I'm doing this perfectly. I just got to remind everybody, I created crust busting because I was so overloaded with crust. I was so crusted over, right, Benny? So crusted <laughs> over that I didn't even have the guts to take my dream out. The universe had me dial a wrong phone number. And I said yes to an internet station in 2003, okay. internet only. I paid close to 12 grand for one hour of inter Are you Are you guys following me? Internet oh, yeah. in 2003, Al Gore hadn't even invented it yet. <laughs> but- I love that story. Somewhere along the way, I had gotten sick and tired of living in fear. I really did. I got sick and tired of living in fear. And that's why you and I do what we do today is to help everybody listening, folks. Please identify your big bad wolf. Please identify who that is. And the moral of the story is, yeah, just don't let them get in the way of you doing what you want to do, right? Yeah. Because for, 
we've got those inside of us. Yes, we have the power to overcome them by, by changing our thoughts and those images. So instead mm-hmm. of allowing ourselves to imagine a worst-case scenario and then become a victim of fear, we can consciously, and that's what you're talking about, think positive thoughts and visualize a best-case scenario instead of allowing our fear to victimize mm-hmm. us and freeze us, and just right. like you did, you know? Yeah. That's a... Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about the opportunity now. And I think Benny will skip the break. Here's the opportunity. 1987, 1987. Let's go back. And yeah, let's not even 1987. I don't know. Was that air supply or George Michaels? I don't know. George Michaels, right? Wham. Maybe it was wham. Wham, right? Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So 1987, Susan Jeffers writes the book. Book comes out. It was 87. It was either 87, 88, but I know it was in the 80s. Why? I read the book. And I read the book. And what happened was I didn't have you, Jane Matanga, to call and work with. And so off I go and I'm reading this book. And all of a sudden, I have this awakening that you talked about earlier. And I looked at the job that I had been in, everybody, right? Let's just call it 88. For 20 years. I've been in this job for 20 years now. And I was an executive in the phone company. And I had worked my way up from pushing a mail car. I almost got fired from that mailroom job, by the way, um, because I used to skip my mail route to have some fun. But uh, I I, I lasted. (laughs) I lasted. Really, it's true. It's so, really, I should write a memoir. But I, I didn't get fired because I had some angels. But I found myself, I read the book and I looked at my life and I had the awakening that you're talking about. And I couldn't go back. I was forever changed, but I didn't know what to do. And Jane, that's why we're talking today because you got to get some help in what to do. But I was spiritual enough to follow my inner voice. I became a maverick a rebel. I had an HR job and I really started to protest. I protested about the downside. And so when it got to 19, when it got to 92, I think George Michael was still singing, but the songs were different. And now we're talking about, you got to have faith. Susan Jeffers is selling millions of bucks and I'm in a job doing stuff that is against my moral fiber. This is where you come in. How do you help those of us that need help all along the way to step out and live the real deal life we want? Yeah, I think it's really all about you know knowing that you don't have to go it alone, and that there's there, you know, all of us experience, uh, you know, we all experience these moments in our human um, experience where we you know, go into uh, maybe a negative mindset or thoughts and images that are not serving our happiness. And so, uh, I mean, every successful person I know has been willing to take a leap of faith. And I think it's just reviewing all that and going over, you know, the gifts that you have and the tools that we have to work with and being able to identify that and concentrate on that um, even when you're afraid, because uh, everyone 
I know who has ever been successful has taken that leap of faith. And it's getting to a point where you can do that. And, you know, and knowing that if you don't act, that this opportunity is going to pass you by. And then, and then where are you? You're in a, you're in a place of, of unhappiness and regret and sadness and contraction and, um, it's, it's not a happy place, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. what you want to, you know, if you were going to write your, you know, let's say you're a hundred, you live to be a hundred or 90 and, and you're, you have a big celebration of your life. And, and so you want to be able to have a birthday speech that talks about all your successes and your triumphs and, and what you've overcome. Even if it didn't look exactly like you thought or wanted, it's a whole lot better than not stepping through it because you were afraid. You know, and, and just playing it safe your whole life and, and having your life look like that. You know, that's the biggest regret. And that's what this book that was written by Bonnie Ware, who is a hospice nurse, that's what she talks about and what all these dearly departing souls, uh, relate to her in their, in their crossing over all these regrets that they had because fear. You know, and that they, you know, and what that produced and what that looked like and what their life looked like because they were, they just, you know, spent too much time living there as opposed to kind of advancing in that direction towards their dream. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do, you know, in order to truly live a, a fulfilling life. You know, yeah. we need to sort of reprogram ourselves and be mindful of when we go into that place that is in our nature and relearn to be open again and be able to walk through that instead of allowing ourselves to be victimized and paralyzed by, you know, something that's in our imagination. And, you know, I think once we get that, uh, you know, so we realize that we're creating our own fears and that we have the power to eliminate them and replace them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look at if there's one thing that we learn from all of this is, you know, we learn that even if you got a big bad wolf out there huffing and puffing and doing all sorts of big bad wolf stuff, right? You know, right. there's a classic song for that thing. And what I love about it, when you read it, it's like, we all ain't afraid of you. We all ain't afraid of you. We all ain't afraid. So what happens, standing up to the face, right? Standing up to the big bear wolf, we ain't afraid of you, right? And I love what happens in that story, but I'm not going to be a, what do you call it? A spoiler, Benny, right? That's what they say. I'm not going to give you the spoiler. Go check that out. Go check out who's afraid of a big bad wolf. I don't think we do the story anymore for kids because I think uh, somebody said it's too scary. Um, Mm -hmm. I think as adults, we should go back and look at that little story because in the end, something happens when you stand up to the big bad wolf. And, you know, I've had a few big bad wolves, wolves living inside of me, Jane. Yeah. I'm not exempt. And I want our listeners to know. I get up here and do these shows every day and there's a part of me that gets butterflies on the inside of my stomach and it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. 
I don't take this for granted. You know, I want to ask you this question because I think it's an important one. It took me going through the 80s and into the 90s, and I'm not sure what George Michael was doing. I don't think he was with Wham by then to realize that there's something that changes in your life when you stand up. And I was just starting on my spiritual journey then, really starting. How does spirituality help guide the way? You, you know, you're you're in a different uh, you're in a different place. You you know that there's more to life, and you're willing to step through that. And you see everything as happening for you, and not to you. So you're out of a victim mentality, and you realize what used to look like a challenge or something that caused um, fear or what you might have called suffering. When you look back on that and you step through it into where you are now, you never would be where you are now if you hadn't gone through that process and mm-hmm. and what kind of growth and better life that created. You know, so many uh, women that I've talked to who've gone through, you know, illnesses, physical illnesses, and and also separations of you know, marriages or even divorces and, and, and losing jobs that they've had for 30 years, those types of major life changes, um, when they, it, it just sort of broke them open to uh, just a whole new thing. And there was always a reason for it if they look back on that experience. At the time, they might not have viewed it that way, but when they, when they get through it and they expand and they grow because of it, and they get pushed into a direction that is happier, better, more loving for themselves, or they're in more loving relationships, and they're loving themselves enough to step through that and be that, their life is so much better. And then they realize the power of that, you know, that that, that the reason they went through that was not for the suffering, but to break them out into something so much better. You know, their life is so much better because they went through it and they truly found themselves, you know, whether it was through better collaborations with people who were more loving in their life or a job that they were able to, you know, it got so bad that they had to leave because they weren't happy. And so then they were forced to really spend the time to do something that they were absolutely going to love more, you know, and go through that fear of, of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just want to announce to all of our listeners, I absolutely don't, uh, 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 I absolutely appall the demonization of wolves. I think they're completely spiritual. So for me now, when I tell the story, I talk about the Klingons. Um, so just want to be clear to everybody out there, uh, don't email me because I don't believe in the, to demonize wolves. Uh, you could always change the story and make it whatever fictional character you want. Um, but in the end, in the end, what we're talking about is how our original nature sets us free, right? Yeah, absolutely. It sets us free, you know, and, and when we realize that there, and we refuse to accept that there is anything that is other than meant for growth and to, turn us to a direction of 
uh, more openness and uh, more love and uh, better relationships and a better uh, a better job, a job that doesn't feel like a job. It feels good. It feels like a part of us. It feels like something that we relate to and it's, you know, where we can, you know, add our gifts and add our strengths and uh, be a real contributor in a real way. Uh, you know, that's what all these things, you know, all these synchronistic things that happen to us in our lives create for us if we allow it. And if we open up to that kind of thinking, and that it's okay, you know, if it's, if, if it's not the script that we had in our head and it didn't produce those exact outcomes, you know, it could be so much better than even what you think or what you thought. You know, and how do you know unless you take the chance? Mm. Wow. You know, this has been um, a very powerful show for at so many levels for so many people. And, you know, we look at how we can change our point of view about something and look at the world of possibilities. Um, you know, uh, you also talk about worry. And I know that the work that you do helps people move beyond whatever place they're stuck in. Um, Jane, thank you so much for today. Again, please give out your information. And then I'd love to know your personal message, what you want to leave us with today. Sure, you can reach me at info at enlightened-path.com or you can call me at 203-631-4275. And my personal message today, um, I have two of them. Um, one is, Anif Nin said, how can I accept limited, definable self when I feel in me all possibilities? That's what we're talking about, all of our possibilities. And Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, I love this one, do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. And so that's what we're talking about. Thank you so much, Jane. Wow. It was Thank you so wonderful. much. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, when I first started this 15 years ago, it used to be about thinking. Now, as I move forward and I get to reflect back on my life and you know, the reason I created Crust Busting is because I do know what it's like to be so stuck that not only can't you see the the future, but you can't even see the present. And I think that the work that you're doing is no matter where people are, you bring in intuition, you bring in guides, you bring in uh, source energy, and you bring in a lifetime of fabulous coaching. For people so that we don't have to stay crusted over on the couch. And I wanted to thank you for that. It's my honor to be here. I love it. I love moment. it. Oh, I love it too. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons for making things happen. And especially thanks to all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on. And thank you for making my life better because all of you are so inspirational. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next week as Jane helps you unlock and reclaim the magic in your life. For more information on Jane Matanga or to listen to past shows, visit her website at enlightened 
growyoursoulpath.com or growyoursoulradio.com. And don't forget to ask Jane about her amazing intuitive life mastery session. See you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.